Hey, I'm glad you made it. We wouldn't start without you. It's time for an apple fritter. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to another episode of An Apple A Day's The Fritter. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. How you feeling today, my friends? You feeling good? You feeling strong? You feeling better than you did yesterday? Excellent. You can't ask for better than that. We have got an interesting one for you today. Today we're talking about appendicitis. But before we go on, before I turn you over to Dave, I have a quick test for you. Little 10 question test, true or false. Keep track of your answers. Here we go. Appendicitis is hereditary. True or false. Appendicitis is caused by eating too much cold sauerkraut. True or false. Appendicitis is caused by sleeping on your right side as an infant. Appendicitis is caused by sleeping on your stomach as an adult. True or false. Appendicitis is caused by chewing on ice cubes. True or false. Appendicitis is caught by exchanging body fluids with someone who has had appendicitis. True or false. Appendicitis is caught because of poor oral hygiene. True or false. Appendicitis is caused by spending too much time in salt water. Appendicitis is caused by handling live chickens on a daily basis. True or false. And lastly, is appendicitis caused by drinking water from a garden hose? True or false? How did you do? How many did you answer true to? Well, if you answered true to any of those questions, you have to listen to this episode. So sit back, relax, and listen to what Dave has to tell us about appendicitis. Is appendix pain always an emergency? The short answer is yes. Pain on your right side between your rib cage and hip bone warrants immediate treatment. The appendix. It's a small, worm-shaped organ we can easily live without. A little tube protruding from our colons that, for reasons that remain a medical mystery, serves no known purpose, but can make us incredibly sick. Some healthcare providers suspect the appendix fights off some infections, but it can also get infected. And if it does get infected or if it bursts, you're in trouble. You'll need medical attention right away, stresses a general surgeon. We talked to the doctor about what appendix pain feels like, what causes it and what to do about it. Spoiler alert. Appendicitis isn't the only reason your appendix could hurt, but the response to appendix pain is always getting immediate medical help. There are three issues that can cause pain in your appendix. They are, in order from most to least common, appendicitis, an abscess on, or near, your appendix, a tumor on, or in, your appendix. For now, let's focus on appendicitis, as that's probably what's brought you here. Appendicitis, which just means infection or irritation of the appendix, is the most common cause of appendix pain. Everyone has a low risk, roughly 8%, of developing this condition during their lifetime. It's most common in adults ages 18 to 25 and in children ages 10 to 19. 
In fact, it's the most frequent reason for emergency surgery in kids. Appendicitis isn't hereditary and you can't pass it to others. But there's nothing you or your doctor can do to prevent it or reduce your risk of getting it. The appendix gets infected when there's a blockage. Blockages can be caused by a wide range of issues, among them, inflammation, bacteria, viruses, hardened fecal matter, parasites, enlarged tissues, ulcers, or abdominal rips or tearing. Left untreated, the blockage can cause your appendix to burst. This can spread the infection throughout your abdomen and into the surrounding organs, the consequences of which can be deadly. Appendicitis typically starts out feeling like a stomachache, but the doctor says the pain will eventually move down to your right lower quadrant, located between your rib cage and hip bone. Then it feels like an ache and is tender, he explains. Go to the emergency room or call your primary healthcare provider right away if you notice new or worsening pain over the course of several hours. Typically, people say that they know they have appendicitis when they're on the ride to the emergency room because any bumps or movement hurt. Especially in the early stages of appendicitis, you may think you just have stomach pains. One way to know if you're dealing with something more serious is to pay attention to where the pain is in your abdomen. If you have appendicitis, you'll start feeling a dull, aching pain located in your lower right quadrant. It's not until the pain moves down to the right side and continues over a period of 6 to 12 hours that appendicitis is more likely. Also, be aware of your level of pain, especially if it's not a type of pain you've had before. We all get abdominal pain on and off. And it's not appendicitis necessarily, he continues. But when it's appendicitis, it gets worse over time and won't go away. Appendix pain doesn't always present the same way in pregnant people. That's because, over the course of a healthy pregnancy, your uterus expands, displacing your bowels. Depending on the stage of the pregnancy and the size of the fetus, it's possible to experience appendix pain in the middle or upper right side of your abdomen. It's common to experience discomfort during pregnancy, but pain that doesn't get better, or gets worse, over the course of six hours is an emergency and requires immediate attention. Fortunately, appendicitis symptoms show up quickly usually within the first 24 hours. Signs can appear anywhere from 4 to 48 hours after an issue occurs. It's especially important to see a healthcare provider if you also experience fever, chills or lack of energy. Abdominal symptoms like swelling, distension, severe cramping or pain in others areas of your abdomen, like your upper belly, back or rectum. Upper GI symptoms like loss of appetite, indigestion, nausea or vomiting. Lower GI symptoms like diarrhea, constipation, farting too much, or being unable to fart at all. Urinary symptoms like pain or difficulty peeing. Appendicitis has similar symptoms to some other conditions, so it's important to have a provider determine what's wrong. Appendicitis symptoms can mimic Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, gallbladder problems, urinary tract infections, and pelvic inflammatory disease, stomach issues small or large bowel, intestinal, blockages. Appendicitis is the cause of most appendix pain, but there are occasions when something else is causing it. Abscesses. You could have an abscess, which, simply put, is a pocket of pus. Abscesses in your abdomen or on neighboring organs can cause pain that mimics appendicitis, and could even cause it if left untreated. Side note. Some abscesses are caused by appendicitis. 
Abscesses can grow on your appendix and can form following an appendix rupture. In other words, appendicitis and abscesses aren't mutually exclusive. Tumors. In rare cases, a tumor can grow on or in your appendix, causing pain. These tumors may or may not be cancerous and are often present for a long time before causing any kind of discomfort. You won't necessarily experience appendicitis because of a tumor on or in your appendix, but it is a possible symptom. In fact, because most appendix cancers are slow growing, providers often only discover the tumor while performing an appendectomy for suspect E because untreated appendicitis can have deadly consequences. You should see a healthcare provider or go to the emergency room if you feel continuous pain in the lower right side of your abdomen for more than six hours. Be sure to tell the healthcare provider if you're experiencing any additional symptoms, as that could help narrow down the cause of your appendix pain. There isn't a blood test to identify appendicitis, but there are a series of tests providers will do if they're concerned you may have appendicitis. A blood sample can show an increase in your white blood cell count, which points to an infection. A provider also may order an abdominal or pelvic CT scan or x-rays. They typically use ultrasound to diagnose appendicitis in children. Appendicitis is treated in two ways. Antibiotics. In less severe cases, a provider may prescribe antibiotics. But most appendicitis cases require surgery, an appendectomy, to remove your appendix. Surgery. If your appendix hasn't burst, the provider may remove it through a small cut in your belly button, a laparoscopy. This procedure works well for people of all ages. Recovery typically takes between two and four weeks. A ruptured appendix will often require a longer recovery time. The surgeon will clean out any infection that's spread in your abdomen, which can often be performed through a camera inserted through a small cut in your belly button. Don't hesitate to seek medical care if you notice potential signs of appendicitis. Treatment has the best results if appendicitis is found early. I hope you found this interesting and informative. I'm gonna pass this back over to Jimmy now. I hope you have a great day. Hey, thanks, Dave. And I want to thank you, the listener, for being here today. I hope you're finding these apple fritters to be informative, helpful, and interesting. And I want to remind you of something. Things can always be be worse. That's right, my friends. Things can always be worse. Right now, there's somebody somewhere wishing that they were in your position. So things can always be worse. One more thing I want to remind you of. Always be true to yourself. Always be your authentic self. Don't change for other people. You are you. You're a formidable person. You're a formidable human being. So don't change for other people. Always be your authentic self. Hey, you've been listening to an Apple a Day's The Fritter. And my name is Jimmy Apple. And I'll be back to talk to you again real soon. So have a great one today, my friends. Join Jimmy tomorrow for another Apple Fritter. In the meantime, stop over at our YouTube group page, Living with a Disability, join in the conversation and make some new friends. See you next time.